0: My quarterly slush pile we have a, um, an extra mini podcast for you today uh, Maren and I have been going to AwP for umpteen years with um, mm. we feel very honored and privileged and 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 I, I sometimes call it spring break for grown-ups mm-hmm. and um, love that I get to be with her and other like-minded people for so um, for an extended weekend Um and last year we released this podcast at AWP and um, we also got to fly to LA together for the first time ever in all of our traveling. We had never actually flown together on the same flight and on the way, you know, there may have been Prosecco involved. I'm not sure It's Marion around <laughs> usually is, um, but we came up with the idea of, um, doing a podcast from the book fair floor in a way. Um, So um, Marion, I feel like this was more your, your brainchild than mine.
1: Well, it just, it just dawned on me as we were sort of like cuddled up on the airplane together and making notes about what kind of adventures and capers we were going to um, (laughs) endeavor (laughs) in California uh, that AWP can be both astounding and fantastic and also completely overwhelming to the participants. And the book fair floor is a great example of that overwhelm. I mean, not to mention the size of the booklet with a bazillion panels and, you know, going on simultaneously from nine to five, right? But like 700 uh, booksellers, presses, magazines, and a, a humming hive in that book fair can flatten a person, even when they're completely self-confident and, and self-assured and rejected or published or not sending work out or whatever. Um, I've sometimes felt a little erased by that energy rather than rejuvenated by it. Um, and we're lucky enough I sometimes to be at that book fair and standing behind the PBQ table. So you feel like this this sort of space of anchoring, but that the people walking in that book fair, fair floor sometimes get, get, you know, sort of swept swept up and swept off and swept under. Um, so anyway, that was the, the impulse of asking people to talk into our iPhones and tell us, you know, in a sort of mini interview style, what they're working on. And just just that, it's almost like, you know, who is it? Like Lacan, right? This, this sort of psychological move of like, hey, I see you. And tell me your name, you. And tell me what you're working on. And you could watch these people sort of like, crystallize into it like rise up into speaking about their projects and it and it really felt like a kind of like graciousness when they would share what the next thing is or share what their projects were so it was yeah. a lovely kind of communion inside all that noise, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. People were were really jazzed to be asked about their own work. I think is super fun. Um, we did this last year as well, and the other thing that was super fun and and makes every bit of um, sweat and anxiety worth it uh, was giving away the newest print annual to the authors so our wonderful editorial assistant sent out an email uh, to all of the authors in that book and said go to booth 565 and people came a running Mm -hmm. and we um, took we memorialized almost every moment um, on Instagram. And um, it was actually fun too, Sarah, to be writing you and Karnik while it was happening. You know, I feel so bad that we don't have enough funding. Hint, 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 any big funders out there um, to take our students with us every time. And um, so I felt a little bit like we were showing off, but it was a little bit like we were engaging the folks back home by showing them all the joy that was happening. um in our booth as we gave the author's print eight and it was a reaffirmation not that we really need one that um we need to keep the book in hard copy as well that yeah our 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 hybrid choice is a great one
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And I I just want to say this too, so that the podcast listeners can know it. Um, The production of the painted bride quarterly print annual soup to nuts happens in Philadelphia at Drexel. So Kathleen and her team really are responsible for the production of that book. And, you know, as you said, like the the blood, sweat and tears and skidding into home plate at, at AWP every year, like, you know, I, I'm like peripheral to that work sometimes, but feel the tension of it. And so when I'm in one of those tense situations, I get one of those, like, um, the wrinkles between my eyebrows. What is that called? The 11s? I think dermatology. And it's like a permanent furrowed, pissed off face. And it always takes me just a beat to sort of shed that stress at the book fair. And yeah. for me, it's looking at you in, in this sort of, like, blissed out, like, like reveling the fact of being able to share the book with the authors and readers, like just the, yeah. the pride of, 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 of welcoming an author to like the, the PBQ collective. Right. And yeah. in the, in the energy of the authors being grateful and, and part of it, it was just, it was, it was delightful. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and that's a real payoff. You know, it is a real payoff.
0: Yeah. Note to AWP. Stop the shit with the uh, end of March last year, early February this year. I didn't yeah. even have a full year to put it together. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, it's it's just so good. I love how you can also, we could tell by their body language who was approaching us that was an author. Because they'd yeah. be like excited and a little nervous to go, um, hi, I'm high, I'm in that book. <laughs> super fun. Um, so, you know, just to dip into darkness for a second, I'd say like um, most of at least the people in my world, and that means writers and university folk and all of that, um, has have been pretty depressed since November 9th. And um, I was not excited about AWP for the first time ever and had to keep telling my only because it was in Washington. Um, and I had to keep focusing on the fact that I was going to be with Marion for five days. And that, that, that was the only thing that got me on the train. Um,
1: but after hang being on, it, hang on, hang on. There was also a photo shoot, the promise of the midnight photo shoot. Oh,
0: well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Right. <laughs> uh, cause what I was going to say is that's how I was feeling. And yeah. then after being there for a day and a half, um, my psyche changed better yeah. than the March on Washington, than rallies I've attended in Philly, than any of the um, mm-hmm. grassroots work I'm trying to do on my own with emails and phone calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, being with 12,000 writers and teachers of writing, all of whom care care about their own work, it, it brought me back to my, my usual self, and sense of hope and possibility, and I felt better than I have in months after being there. Um, so, Marion and I got to attend a protest together, which was also a first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, you know, watching m- much of the the protests and the aftermath of the inauguration from afar. Um, so when we got to DC, there were a couple of marches, a couple of protests, and we were lucky enough to go to the one at Lafayette Square um, that was hosted by Split This Rock on Saturday night. And um, I guess the thing that I want to say is about uh, Ross Gay's reading of Cornelius Edie's poem, Gratitude. And there's a, and, uh, what's up? I just said, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so moving and, and astounding to be, you know, in the dark in that park, holding a candle. And it felt like church when, when Ross Gay was reading a section of that poem and the people around me and you, Kath, started to speak the lines of the poem yeah. Partic- particularly that part about um what is it um i'm i am a brick in in a house that's being built around your house yeah right and and in the like just that incantation mm-hmm. standing at the, at the foot of the white house right on, in lafayette park with poets who are who are calling for peace and thoughtfulness Calling for truth and poetry, call, like that call, right? Like I suddenly felt like, yeah, you know what? We are we are bricks in a house being built around that house, right? And that house being not not just the White House metaphorically, but like the perhaps this perhaps this presidency, right? Or perhaps what it represents that there's there is an uprising with with intention um, that that might help us find our sense of hope again.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know no, I mean? absolutely. It was, it was beautiful, it was, really, it was wonderful to be at that specific rally with those specific people yeah. um, in that specific moment. And we had like that was our day because then after that event we we um, hoofed it over to uh, the most revelatory literary death match that we've been a part of. Um, we help promote the um, literary death matches that take place at AWP, and um, I cannot wait for this one to be released. We'll share it on our own social media and our pages here. Um, amazing work, also an affirmation for me. And just, just amazing. Yeah. So, thank you, AWP. Even though I just bitched at you, thank you for helping me get back to myself.
1: I and like the getting back to the self, I think, is started on Friday night, and I want to go back to this. Like, we all rallied to see Tim's fantastic reading, um, and then you know, sort of in the wee small hours, Jason arrived, and we were. Um, astounded at his fabulousness and his fringe leather jacket <laughs> and, and doubly astounded that we could do a photo shoot in this in our hotel room. Yeah. Um, and I had the terrible idea of making us do a puppy pile on the bed. Um, <laughs> only terrible because the guy who was taking the pictures kept taking it from like like the from a perspective that made me look like I have eight chins or was he stood on an ottoman and we're
0: never releasing those photos ever we have some other shots where we're upright in front of the sliding out in front of the huge window Probably so not. yeah, that means you know, that like, was super fun to know that we had a podcast photo shoot at 1:15 in the morning, I and that was right like right. that was another goal of Friday to make it to 1:15. So right, we right. did
1: what we could to stay awake, and like but then poor Tim was getting on the bus or getting on the train at three o'clock in the morning, right? Like yeah. That
0: That's all part of the AWP whirlwind. I guess let's end on an up note too. the podcast itself. So we released it last year, LA, March 27th. And, um, so by this year we were up to 27, funnily enough, episodes. And, um, instead of having to just tell people, Hey, we're doing a podcast. We had so many people going, Hey, I love your podcast. And that was really exciting and affirming as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So keep passing it forward, guys, and enjoy listening to AWP participants talk about their own work. And And God
1: bless America. God bless America. Thank you. Just say your name away.
2: Yeah, I'm Atif Rashid, uh, and I'm working on historical fiction short stories, uh, sort of centered on the Islamic world, and uh, you know, different eras going back as far as the year 1000, and then all the way to the present, essentially. Who are you and what are you working on? Uh, my name's Allison Janicki. I'm from Penn State University, and um, I'm working on teaching during the semester, but when I get time in the summer, I'm working on a, a collection of nonfiction about my grandmother and her two sisters um, Lived in a town in western Pennsylvania, coal mining town in western Pennsylvania. My great aunt, who lived to be 104, was the postmistress there for 50 years. So, what town? I'm from that area. It's
0: called Hermony, Pennsylvania, in Westmoreland County. Wow, cool! Thank
2: you. Uh, This is Antoinette Brim and I am working on a zuhitsu right now, which is an ancient form in which people take things that they find, jottings, um, bits of their uh, diaries, found poetry and new poetry and put it all together and I'm doing that to make a memoir of my childhood.
1: Thank you. Hi, um, this is Marion, and I'm here with... Bonnie, Emanuel. Bonnie Jill Emmanuel. Bonnie Jill Emanuel, and she's going to tell us what she's working on. So i um, here with my friend Sanjita, and we are um, from the CCNY City College of New York crew,
0: and um, I live in New York, but I'm from Detroit, and I'm working on a collection of and Short Crows about Detroit and Michigan and located all over, kind of all over the menu. Wonderful. Good luck with it. Thanks. Thanks. Hi, who are you and what are you working on?
2: Uh, my name is Brian
1: McWilliams and I'm finishing um, revisions to it's nominally
2: a middle grade book. Uh, it's a Holocaust story, actually, but oh. um, adults read it and they think it's fortunately it's so far uh, valued readers. Adults read it, and they think it's for them. Kids read it, they think it's for them too. So it's perfect. Yeah, it's a true story with splashes of fiction.
0: Wow, fabulous! Good luck with it. Thank you. <laughs> So, tell us what you're working on. Uh, My name is Devin Price. I am working on a novel at the moment uh, based in Ottoman Empire, the beginning of the collapse of the Ottoman Empire, which I think is relevant at the moment um, because it is about the ending of nationhood and the beginning of other nationhood and boundaries and lack of boundaries. Wonderful. Well, congratulations. Thank you.
2: I will appear in public with you. So,
0: hi. Who are you and what are you working on?
2: I'm Edward Helfers. I currently teach with American University, and I'm working on a collection of short fiction.
0: Fabulous. Good luck with that. Hi. I'm Kathy Anderson from Philadelphia. I have my first book out with Autumn House Press, a collection of short stories,
1: and I'm happily working on my second book of short stories.
0: Oh, I'm happy to hear that because I read your first collection, and it was amazing. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you and a little bit about you're
2: working on. Hi, my name is Gianni Ponce. I'm currently working on a realist novel about a young girl who makes friends with her roommate who um, is, gets into a fight with her boyfriend, breaks up with him, and says that she is pregnant and needs an abortion. So she's dealing with the complexity of trying to uh, help her friend while at the same time not being sure in what ways to support her friend. Awesome. Thanks, Jenny. Hi, my name's Marion, and I'm here with a writer
1: who's going to tell me his name and tell me what he's working on.
2: Hi, Marion. John Gosley. My current project is a dialectical work where we... I say we because I have like a whole team that's putting together aspects of this for me. We're taking the names of dead soldiers starting with World War One, all the way through um, our current last war in the United States. And for each of those years, we're taking the names of the dead soldiers, which are arranged alphabetically, and then uh, in, in a larger uh, size and bolder font, we're spelling out the 10 most profit-earning companies in, the, in each of those years and the ten richest people in each of those years. I'm not sure what I'm going to call the project yet but I've been very interested in this idea of an intersection between art and criticism in literature for a long time and so this is an outgrowth of my last project which was a book of contemporary redactions where I redacted contemporary poets.
1: Wonderful John. Good luck with that project. Yeah, thank you.
2: That sounds fantastic. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll send it again. So, uh, Great. when are you, when are you guys up?
1: Hi, this is Marion Wren, and this is Lucian Childs, and he's going to tell
2: us what he's working on. Hi, I'm um, from Toronto, Ontario, oh, uh, <laughs> most recently by way of Alaska, and I'm working on short stories. I am uh, working on a backlog, a backlog of stories, and uh, then I'm going to be putting them together into a collection. Awesome. <laughs> Say your name again Lucian Childs. Awesome. My first AWP. Yay! Congratulations! <laughs> Thanks,
1: thank Lucian. You. All right, All so right, thank you. Nice thank you
2: hi what are you working on? I'm working on a second novel it's a dystopian novel everyone's doing them uh, mine is about corporate sponsored children. Corporate sponsored children wow I'm already
0: fascinated cool. and your name's Mary Lannan? That's correct. And wh- what's your, what press is your first book from? Uh, it's Still Looking
2: for a Home. Oh okay <laughs> keep
0: writing that's
1: fabulous thank you. Thanks. And ask you to say your name and tell us what you're working on. Okay, I'm McKenna Cummings, and I am working on a collection of nonfiction essays concerning my experience going to a religious school, growing up in a non-religious family, and finding out that most of those people were very corrupt during my senior year of high school. So, awesome. Yeah. Good luck with
2: it. i and I'm working on a collection of short stories that deal with growing up in a military family.
1: Your name and tell us what you're working on. I'm Random Millings Noble, and I am working on revising my essay collection yeah, yeah, yeah. for the University uh, of Nebraska Press. Okay, well, like Thank you. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> is tell us your name and tell us a little something about yourself and
2: your project. Uh, I'm Zachary Elborn. I'm a poet who grew up in New Orleans. I graduated from LSU for undergrad. I'm a first year in the MFA program at UMass Amherst. And my current project is a love poem to the muse melamine as a personification of the city of New Orleans. (laughs) And it's an experimental performance piece that I'm still working on the medium.